Good people and fellow students, welcome to the 21st episode of All That Yes, a space for performance, craft, and showbiz, where news and reviews will be flowing from music, film, content, and all that yes. So, Today's a different type of episode than what I'm used to doing, because it isn't a roundup of recent and or impactful releases in music and form, nor is it an interview episode with a creative whose work I have deep admiration for. Today's episode is more of a celebration of making it past 20 episodes, as well as celebrating the space that I'm in. So I'm going to start things off with a bit of giving thanks and looking into where I'd like all that yes to go in the future, and then after that, the acknowledgement of this space. So allow me to be sentimental for a few minutes, because... 21 is a lucky number for me. My birthday is on the 21st of December. The first film I ever wrote and directed came out around my 21st birthday, and that film is now on Showmax over five years later. Hashtag the ring. I gravitate towards 21 and 12 for obvious reasons, and this is my first podcast to reach that milestone. And to me, that's quite special because this is also the first platform I've made that has my name on it, or at least an endearing nickname of mine in it. Stats show that around half of the podcasts in the world don't get to a 10th episode, so I'm taking it as an achievement that we've gotten to 20 of those within our first six months and a big part of that has been due to you and your community the hundreds to thousands of you that have taken time out to download and listen to these episodes the post-release engagements and discussions that have come from it i genuinely could not have anticipated the reception i've received from you the messages of impact that this space we're building is providing the running jokes about my lengthy intros and the fact that a good number of you listen or engage with the content and the people that we cover thereafter i cannot express how appreciative I am that you have given all that yes both your time and consideration thank you I'd also like to take this time to thank the creatives whose work has added so much value to the quality of this podcast Oshoku the all-round creative who has been behind the art direction of the show from the logo to our posters if you don't know about this man in your creative who needs graphic design hit man's up for some business the material is right in front of you and on the cover of dozens of artists musical artwork Doshi and Fiziko whose music has damn near scored almost every episode of this podcast. My intro would not be my intro without Levitate and neither would my segment switching knock without the energy that energy provides. These two are some of the most amazing engineers and producers currently rising within the hip-hop and R&B space. I've already had an episode with Physique on audio engineering that you can check out. It is our episode 13 and I cannot wait to have Doshi on as well when the time's right. My brother Kibbs, whose research skills helped me with the tools to start the podcast to begin with, and last but certainly not least, all the artists that have trusted me with their music and their art. Like, I've really had the privilege of premiering some of my favorite songs of this year on this very platform, and low-key, that's kind of wild to me, uh, because I used to have an imaginary radio show that I produced every Saturday morning when I was a kid into my teens, and listening back to some of these previews that I've done... Torvald Yaz would be wildin. He would be absolutely chuffed because I've been living one of his many dreams and that wouldn't have been possible without the trust of the creatives and your support. So truly and deeply, thank you. With that said, I'm not usually a person who does call to actions, but I'm also learning that you can't get what you don't ask for. So here goes. 
I would really like to grow all that yes as a space over these next few months and I need your help in doing so. One of the many ways that you can do so is by leaving reviews on whatever platform you're listening from if it allows it. Be it Apple, Spotify, Google, Ghana, Audible, all of them. That type of engagement helps promote all that yes to potential like-minded listeners within similar categories on these platforms. So leaving reviews, honest ones, because I'd like to hear your feedback can really help the growth of this podcast, both in quality and in possible viewership. The other thing would be to share this podcast. If you really enjoy the podcast and you know there's another person who can gain value or entertainment from it, share it with that one person or that group. It doesn't even have to be on social media, but if you think the episode or the podcast could have value for someone else, share it with them. One of my goals for the remainder of this year is to reach the top 10 in news on Apple Podcasts South Africa at least once. We've hit the top 20 a couple of times with the highest peak currently being number 12, so it'd be great if we reached that top tier just once personally. And also to start doing some aligned brand work when we come back next year. It takes a lot to produce this podcast and I just want the best shot at making this more sustainable and manageable as we go on so we can keep bringing you this content and support ourselves somewhat financially whilst doing so. So if you have any help or resources you could give with the things I've mentioned, if you have business inquiries, submissions or possible donations, you can channel that to allthatyaspodcast at gmail.com. I repeat allthatyaspodcast at gmail.com. Alright, so that covers the first part of the episode and now to the second, acknowledging the space. I'm not sure if there's been a recent boom and by recent I mean the last 18 months or so, but it feels like there's been a spike in local entertainment coverage platforms. Or if not, I've just become aware of the full scope of it within the last 9 months or so. But there are a variety of boutique publications and platforms, much like all that yes, that one can go to to gain different perspectives on African entertainment. And I for one am a fan of a lot of these spaces, so I wanted to dedicate the second half of this episode to sharing some of those spaces with you and we're going to kick things off with our interview formats now some of these shows i'm about to mention are amongst my go-tos to listen to when it comes to getting to know the different shades of a creative i'm 95 percent sure that if each of these hosts were to interview the same person that the content and perspective you'd get on that person would be different on each episode these shows are the ndl show the drop uncensored text talks the almost perfect podcast and the culture of africa starting with text talks now this is one of the biggest music podcasts in south africa with a global reach hosted by tekla chalfi from the episodes that i've listened to one of the things i get most from an interview style is a focus on the biographical you really get to understand more personal quirks about the guest she brings on whether it's big moments within the career or something obscure that's happening now from nasty c to james blake little dragon to shikana the range is insane and what I tend to take the most from a platform like Text Talks is it's focused on the biographical perspective. The NDL show, however, brings out a more political and current affairs side to their guests, which makes sense as it is a current affairs podcast that has a music edition with artists who are usually within the hip-hop and R&B realm. So if you believe that art and artists are political, this is a podcast for you. Hosted by Nondu Lehutso, the NDL show is known for taking the text of whatever musician she's interviewing and using that as a canvas to engage with the guest on a more psychological and political level her line of questioning tends to bring it out and then outside of music she covers topics ranging from toxic relationships and body image all the way to sex work and police brutality so if those are things which are of interest to you definitely check that out the drop and censored though is a little bit more niche in its scope as it primarily focuses on conversations with people within the hip-hop community this show is hosted by rin tin tin and for my taste she has one of the most infectious personalities among local interview hosts unlike the others 
this isn't an audio podcast more than it is a YouTube show which allows for her bubbliness to come to the fore. One of her most compelling traits for me is her malleability as a host, the chemistry she builds with her guests, her episode with Misa narrates being amongst my favorite. She has this fun way of putting her guests on the spot sometimes with games, other times with off-kilter questions. Her conversations, though guided, tend to feel a lot more fluid, so if you're a fan of local hip-hop, she has a great backlog that you can get into. Keeping with bubbly personalities, um, one of the recent shows I've currently gotten into is The Culture of Africa, which is currently available on IGTV and is usually as an IG Live, hosted by Africa Universe, that's the name of her Instagram channel, and she focuses on speaking to creatives within the creative industry, whether they be writers, musicians, etc, etc, and it is one of the most wholesome shows because she just has conversations that focus on getting to know that person's dreams and the careers and what it is that they got to now, so it's, it's a lot more aspirational than most of the conversations we have, as well as getting playlists from these people to kind of build conversations surrounding that. So if those are the type of conversations which interest you to find out more about what makes someone tick and what their big dreams are, that is definitely a show to check out. And then finally on our list of interview formats is the Almost Perfect podcast hosted by Bob Perfect. This is a podcast that encompasses the creative industry from comedians and musicians to authors and graphic designers. If I'm being honest, this is a show that I sometimes tackle in bites for little other reason than Bob swears a little too much for my liking. However, some of that candor brings about the magic of the show as it feels incredibly candid and more unfiltered. It's produced in such a way that it feels more like a raw conversation between peers than an interview. Comparatively, it feels less polished in format, but that allows for the rougher and more obscure edges of his guest to come through, especially ones he has already built rapport with. He describes it as a podcast where you can learn from other people's experiences and mistakes, and that does come across within it. So those are some of the interview formats that I've enjoyed that cover and will go deeper on the creative art experience. My next shout out is from a video essay channel that is centered around cultural conversations and critique often formed through the lens of fashion, and that is Kensani Moshlatlole. The video essay genre on YouTube has consistently been my favorite type of content since the pandemic hit and Kensani has been carrying that genre on her back on a local front and I stand. Side note, I actually don't know of a lot of local content creators that do video essays, so if you do know of more, please let me know. But now diving back into Kensani. Kensani Moshatlole is a tour de force when it comes to pop culture and fashion. She just is. She's this mix of sarcasm, wit, quirky, and critical thinking. I'm not the strongest man when it comes to fashion. In fact, I'd say I'm mid at best, and that's being kind. So I'm always learning so much from a lens of viewing things. Her review of Blood and Water Season 1 through the lens of wardrobe was the first video of hers and it was one of the most comprehensive and critical breakdowns I have ever seen of that show. She really zones in on how wardrobe can effectively be used as a storytelling device. But my favorite video of her, there's this BBL epidemic video. This is one of my favorite pieces of content that I've consumed this year on any platform. The history, the insights, the flavor, that cold open on Sarah Botman alone, riveting. I've gone back to it multiple times and she has other amazing videos and analysis on fashion and pop culture that you can get into highly recommend her channel my final category would be what i consider the analysis coverage and commentary formats and again the range of perspectives that you can find within these are diverse in tone intentionality and general accessibility and it's really exciting for me to see we're going to be kicking things off with the multi-platform spaces so these would be your aries online house of soul and tagged style content starting with aries online who are currently functioning with podcasts igtv usually born from ig lives and coverage on 
new releases on their social media platforms. Their primary focus is on hip-hop and R&B and if you've listened to this podcast avidly you know that I've shouted them out multiple times because of one of their IGTV formats, Lyric Translation, where they break down songs in Vernac and translate them into English. Some of those have had the artists right there with them including Benzo and Tato Soul. They recently launched the Behind the Boards podcast hosted by Old Man Colo, an interview series focusing on the producer's journey and it low-key has one of my favorite intros on any podcast. I really respect the ambition of what it is they're trying to accomplish and seeing how it is they're going to get there. Across the board they have very excitable personalities and you can feel their eagerness to learn and engage and I find that quite refreshing in how the content comes across. Similarly House of Soul functions on YouTube now as a podcast and general coverage within the local R&B space and its Sonic family. Spearheaded by Drew Amon on their platform you'll find panels exploring R&B topics, I've been a part of one, interviews with R&B artists and really really interesting factoids surrounding the makings of R&B music. For example one of my favorite content pieces they've done is the breaking down the cost of making a song. I remember seeing one of the breakdowns for Amara Fleur. So House of Soul is really focused on the R&B space and is incredibly ambitious in the way that it wants to cover the intricacies of not only the space but being an R&B artist within South Africa. You can feel Drew's passion for R&B and I'd be interested to see where that takes him and House of Soul the more he refines and iterates his process especially on long form media formats like his interviews and panels. And then finally we have Tagged Online which functions both as an online publication as well as a YouTube channel. Quick sidetrack, I'm not going to be going into online magazines and primarily text spaces further as I'd be here all day and could probably make a whole entire episode on that alone in the future to talk on your behold cinemas, rap religions, bubblegum clubs, pinnacle pops, break room africas and many more text based spaces. But yeah, now coming back to Tagged, from a contributor's perspective they have pieces from some of my favorite creatives like Are Now Alive, Misa Narrates, Narrow URL and Circus Recipe. I like the balance that Tagged Online tries to create between using visual bodies of work as a backdrop to have cultural conversations as well as their more accessible content that focuses on directing you to content like South African horror films you can watch etc etc. I genuinely appreciate the space that's being built there and the voices spearheading that space. Keeping with film and television coverage we have the likes of Dintle Moletsane, Real Recognized Real and Eddie Ramothlale playing within the review and analysis space. I've had the privilege of collaborating with all three this year. Real Recognized Real were our guest on the seventh episode of All That Yaz and I was a guest on Eddie's YouTube channel to talk about Blood and Water Season 2 where Dintle was also a guest. All three are very comprehensive in their approach to reviewing with Dintle really having a strong voice in how she relays character and their decisions within the story. Eddie brings this really useful and excited energy about local form and the technical aspects of it especially when it comes to cinematography and direction. Whilst Real Recognized Real and by extension are now alive offers a more clinical analysis of text that is comprehensive in its scope. Because Real Recognized Real is a partner podcast you get to have a more conversational perspective and all three of these channels cover South African and African film with great care and perspective. So again you could watch a review of the same film but their points of entry are diverse which often allows me to notice things I may have missed within a particular piece, a particular film etc etc. Our final category of spaces that I'd like to acknowledge are the primarily music analysis spaces and here I'll be highlighting Internet Boy Radio, the best kept secret podcast and the Virtuoso Speaks, kicking things off with the Virtuoso Speaks. What I like about this platform is very similar to House of Soul and Aries Online in that they try to cover a wide scope 
but they stick to the realms of podcasting. Virtuoso Speaks has reviews and discussions circling around hip-hop, house, R&B, gospel, I'm a piano, and more. It's an ambitious scope as you can feel them trying to have a pulse in as many contemporary pies as possible. And just like the aforementioned Aries and House of Soul, it would be really interesting to see how they iterate and refine their formats as they continue to mature as platforms. Next up is the Best Kept Secret Podcast. Now, out of all the podcasts and longer form spaces I've spoken about thus far, I think the Best Kept Secret Podcast is the most clinical and classical in its approach to the reviewing and appraisal of music. Hosted by CZ Ray, Mpilo, Might Just, and Ways, each episode finds Best Kept Secret diving into a body of work primarily within the hip-hop and R&B space. I have a bias, I know. They break down the project track by track, usually over about 40 minutes, where you get an in-depth review of the project from their perspectives whether it be on lyricism, mixing, vocals, timbre, approach. Each of these guys have things that they naturally gravitate towards that when mixed together gives a very comprehensive outlook on their position that is both critical and clear. They cover projects that they're in love with as much as they cover projects that they may not like or indifferent to and they give you clear reasons as to why most times. Whilst I may not agree with all of their takes and I'm sure they feel the same with me, I appreciate the candor and often pick up on things I hadn't initially seen the importance of through their critiques and discussions. So if you're looking for something with a little bit more of a sober and clinical approach when it comes to music analysis, then I definitely suggest the Best Kept Secret podcast. And finally, we have Internet Boy Radio, which is currently one of my favorite spaces on the internet to just dive into. It's usually recorded as a live between Laseba and Jerome Forrester that can be found on Laseba's IGTV. Hosted by Laseba, who has shown himself to be one of the hardest working journalists currently rising within the local contemporary music space with his work here as well as his work coupled on Slick on Life and then Jerome Forrester a musical theorist extraordinaire as his co-host for analysis episodes. Watching these two break down a musical body of work is an infectiously geeky experience because of the chemistry and dynamic that these two had. Off the jump an episode will start off with Lesiba dancing. Either his signature Seba shake or even him saltering to the music that they'll be reviewing. So within 10 seconds you already know how he feels before Jerome jumps onto the live for them to start their discussion on that body of work and then when that discussion actually starts it almost feels like you're listening to a post-match breakdown with two incredibly energetic personalities wanting to go head to head. Lesiba on the one side representing the vibe and more accessible points within music analysis and Jerome who will throw you straight into the deep end of music theory and what it forms this vibe that you're feeling. Jerome's list of musical references specifically as it pertains to African music is so comprehensive it's astounding. My favorite music analysis of this year has come from their dissection of Muzi's Interblactic. My appreciation of that record I think almost tripled after listening to that review because of the amount of information and references that were just steeped and broken down because of that one review. Listening to that review I was getting into a window into South African music history that I was not expecting. The dynamic between Jerome and Lesiba, their energy as friends, the range of the discourse that can come from them. Their lives have this amalgamation of so many things because it starts off with this goofy energy that Lesiba brings and that Jerome just carries on their banter as friends. How that banter is mixed in with really informative musical theory. I think it's really music theory. I don't know why I keep saying musical theory. But it's carefree yet steeped with so much depth. 
I could wax lyrical a lot about not only them but a lot of the spaces here but it's really what I think makes them special in terms of just that dynamic and the contrasting between the two of them. Placebo also does music interviews by the way on the same channel it's just I wanted to focus a little bit more on the internet boy radio dissections per se but you can definitely check out his interviews which are also quite in-depth and quite accessible in terms of how he approaches his interviews and what he gets from the specific types of artists. It's such an exciting time to be growing within the online coverage space with the range of voices that are coming out and establishing themselves. I've mentioned what about 16 but there are dozens more who are being intentional about African art from behind the lens and cinema red pills focused on abrasing student and African cinema. Your Matusis, your Pete's giving more bite-sized review and reactions to homegrown content or even your more mainstream spaces like the Sobering Podcast and Popcast. I've literally only scratched the surface on the types of coverages that are happening and trying to document what is going on within our space so if any of these spaces have sounded interesting to you please go and check them out support them engage with them engage with us leave a review share with a friend we have a top 10 placement that we're trying to collect here man just get involved but all in all i just wanted to thank you again for your time i really appreciate it you know where to find me if you want to interact with me that is on my socials which is yes the student y-a-z-z the student and if it's specifically pertaining to the podcast again email all that yes podcast at gmail.com and i shall see you on our next episode thank you so much